0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about networking and specifically how you can actually get the most out of the time that you spend networking. Um, Because there are right ways to do it and there are wrong ways to do it. And I think oftentimes folks just do it because they know they're supposed to, but there's no intentionality around how they're networking and growing their network. And I'm going to speak about a few different you know, kind of subtopics within that comment there. But uh, the first one I want to talk about is the concept of just speaking with anyone who wants to chat with you or just, just networking with anybody, I think is the first thing that we need to tackle here. Um, I think a lot of folks get into real estate, they'll just go to coffee with anybody that's also buying real estate, whether or not they're in the same market whether or not they're buying the same types of assets, whether or not there is any logical overlap there. Um, and they do it because they, they feel like that's what they should be doing. They should be networking, right? They should be doing that. That meeting new people is what they were told is the key to, uh, you know, growing the business and advancing further, etc. cetera. And while that's better than not doing it, right? That's better than doing nothing. There are better ways to uh, actually approach you know, the process of growing your network, um, specifically, you know, your professional network. Uh, the first thing is we have to look at what we're trying to accomplish here. You need to define what you need in your business and the types of folks that can help you, uh, achieve that, right. That can help you actually solve that need or bring you a solution to that need. So, you know, a very simplified example is let's say you are an active real estate investor who is buying deals in, I don't know, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, You're local to Charlotte, North Carolina. You have an unbelievable local network of deal finders. Um, You're constantly making offers on deals, constantly looking at deals, but you don't have the money side figured out. Who who, Who should you be networking with? Who should you be going out of your way to network with? Probably folks that have money, probably folks that can raise money for deals, probably folks that aren't also great at finding deals. And again, yeah, you you know, it's not a bad use of your time to to chat with folks that are finding deals as well and to continue developing that side of your network. That's still a great use of your time, but it's not going to solve an immediate need for you. It's not going to be the logic, the, the, the logical puzzle piece, um, you know, that you need to solve what you are defining as the constraint in your business. And that's an extremely simplified example. If we extrapolate that a little bit further out and look at it from more of a broad standpoint, you know, if you're buying multi-family real estate in charlotte north carolina and you're good at finding deals should you be speaking with someone who's only looking for deals in southern florida like yeah maybe i guess but is there really a point in doing that um should you be speaking with someone that buys real estate on the west coast should you be speaking with somebody who buys self-storage or mobile home parks you know again sure you, you could but is that the best use of your time um you know that's up in the air and i think um we oftentimes find ourselves in situations where we're going to the networking events, we're going to the conferences, we're going to the meetups, you know, we're joining the mastermind groups, we're doing all of these things to get around people that are doing similar things as we are. And then we feel an obligation to just chat with folks for a long period of time, regardless of what they're doing, you know, and this is something that I, that I personally see. And I know a lot of other investors are dealing with as well, or, or, you know, situations they find themselves in, you know, you go to a, let's call it, you know, it's just a, you know, you're going to a real estate meetup, right? It's, it's, it's local. It's, you know, maybe your state, your area. Um, you're somebody that buys mid-sized multifamily properties and you actively own and operate them. And you meet a couple of folks just by, you know, way of just introducing yourself and getting into some conversations. You know, one of the guys does, you know, one of the guys you meets does, uh, you know, private money lending to house flippers. And then, uh, you know, you meet, You meet somebody else that does mobile home park investing, you know, in an area that isn't really in your backyard, but slightly outside of where where you do business. It doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense to continue developing those relationships to then say, you know, to follow up after the fact and say, hey, you know, it was great meeting you. Let's go get coffee. Sure. Again, better than doing literally nothing if that's the alternative in terms of what else you'd be doing, but it's probably not the best use of your time because there isn't a logical overlap in what you guys are doing. And I think that oftentimes, just asking yourself the simple question: "Where's the overlap? Where do I actually see the overlap here in what I'm doing and what they're doing?" And then uh, networking at that level, and just making sure that you network, you know, with a little bit more intentionality around who you're deciding to spend more time cultivating a relationship with, because oftentimes there are just people that you meet where there just doesn't make sense to continue developing a relationship with them. Like there's just no point, right? Because there's no overlap. There's It doesn't make sense to go and get lunch because there's no logical way in which you guys are probably going to work together. And that's something that um, I think (laughs) not a lot of folks talk about as the nuance here around networking and building a network. And the more large events you go to, as I mentioned, the more prevalent this is because you're just meeting other people that are attending that event. And there's oftentimes an obligation to continue cultivating that relationship if you have an initial conversation with someone, but there doesn't need to be, you don't have to do that right? So that's the first thing is network with a little little more intentionality. And you can do that by clarifying what you need, clarifying the types of folks that you could logically see yourself working with and actually, you know, pursuing deeper relationships with the people that fit that mold. And, uh, and then actually, you know, maybe not pursuing the relationship development for folks that are just totally adjacent to what you're doing or separate from what you're doing. So that's number one. The second thing that I want to talk about here is the actual tactical nature of having networking phone calls, you know, introductory phone calls, going to grab coffee with someone, you know, meeting, meeting somebody just in person at a meetup. Like how do you get the most out of that exchange and that conversation? Well, the first thing is that you need to be vocal about what you're doing. You need to be very specific, tactical, talk about what you're doing, talk about what you need, talk about what you're looking for and actually call it out. Like you got to call it out. Right. Just saying, yeah, we buy multifamily in you know, in Charlotte, um, you know, North Carolina, um, and always looking for other folks that are doing multifamily, you know, looking to meet other people that are in this business, in this market, that's vague. That doesn't, that, that could be any number of things. You could be looking for lenders. You could be looking for operational partners. You could be looking for investors. You could be looking for capital providers at a larger level. Um, you know, you could just, there's, there's so many different ways to interpret that sentence. Right. So the other thing that you could say in terms of how, how you can better communicate what you do to folks in your network is, yeah, we buy mid-sized deals, typically 20 to 80 units in size in Charlotte, North Carolina. We have a great operational team, you know, we're great on the deal finder side or, or, you know, we're great at finding deals. We're great at operations, uh, still trying to grow our investor base. So we're looking to meet investors and then folks that maybe, you know, would want to JV or partner on deals with us who have investors in their network and we can collaborate in that way. Um, also looking for, you know, to connect with mortgage brokers because we're constantly looking for the best debt terms and what we do. And, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. Now it's much easier for someone to remember what you do and to to actually assess what they do and to see if there's any overlap, right? And then you naturally start to direct the conversation in such a way that allows you to arrive at some level of next step or closure in a way that's better than just saying, yeah, looking to connect with folks in multifamily. Looking to connect with folks that that are doing business in Charlotte. Because... That's just so much more vague and you're going to spend more of your time developing relationships with people that may, maybe just aren't the best folks for you to be spending time from a relationship development standpoint with. Now, it's also great at the end of like a, you know, a true networking call or a, you know, sit down to end the conversation with like a, you know, tactical question. Um, what do you need in your business? Is there anything that I can help you with? Is there any contacts that I might be able to provide you? That forces the other person to tell you what they need and to tell you what they're looking for in their business, to tell you what they're struggling with, and it gives you an opportunity to actually provide some additional value after you get off the phone and to continue cultivating that relationship. I also like to ask, where do you see the overlap in what you're doing? Is there any logical ways that you think it would make sense for us to continue developing this relationship from a joint venture standpoint or you know, from a partnership standpoint? Assuming that's your goal in that networking conversation, right? You know, obviously edit that question to cater to what you're trying to achieve. But again, the fact that you're asking that question forces the other person and forces you to assess where the natural overlap is. And some people might think that, hey, you know, you're, you're going too hard a little bit too soon. You don't want to ask how you could potentially work together on an introductory call. Sure, that, that is reasonable, right? I, that, that's a great point. So you can edit that question to be a little bit lower, more low pressure. You know, hey, do you see any overlap here that would make sense for us to continue to explore over time? you'd be surprised at how many networking calls don't end with that, right? Where it's just purely conversational without much of a focus on what the actual next step could even be. Um, and that forces you to actually create some action steps oftentimes, some next step follow-ups. You know, if you're, if you're asking, Hey, is there anything that you need help with? Is there any contacts that I might be able to share in my network? Um, they're going to tell you what they might want, and then you can follow up with it and make a point. And now you have, you know, something else to discuss into the future as you begin to cultivate that relationship. So, Really, I narrow this down to two things. I mean, the second piece of that was more tactically how you actually get the most out of your phone calls and your sit downs and, ex- and all of that. But really the first thing is you need to be so clear on what you need and who can help you get there. And then spend less time networking with people that are just doing stuff that all, that happens to be in real estate and doing more networking with the people that have a direct overlap with what you're doing in your business. And the final thought that I wanna leave here is it's a much better use of your time to, to build deep, deep relationships or to you know do your best at trying to build those deep relationships with the folks where there is that clear overlap versus just getting on the phone and just speaking with a bunch of people that are relatively similar to what you're doing and in the vague vicinity of what you have going on. And then never really following up because there's no logical reason to be following up because there isn't that much overlap. So you're better off more narrowly defining what you're doing. You know, making sure that you get off a networking call and you follow up in 30 days and say, hey, you know, um, hope all is well, hope your business is growing, but whatever, right? You know, touch on something that you talked about, hope that deal closed, hope that, you know, whatever, hope that deal you were working on went under contract, blah, blah, blah. And continue developing relationships with the folks that you actually see opportunities to work with. So. Uh, Wanted to share some game here as it relates to growing our network because it is at the end of the day One of the most critical activities you can spend your time on But there's always a a way to do better at it, right? There's always a way to better optimize the time that you are spending on that So I hope this gets you thinking. I hope this changes how you approach that component of your business And uh, if you think this is helpful, please consider sharing this episode with somebody in your network whether that's on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, or if you're just texting it to somebody in your network, always appreciate the shares because it helps the show get in front of more folks and uh, leave a rating and review if you haven't already as well. If, uh, if you've learned anything in these podcasts, would love a rating and review. Again, helps the show get noticed by more folks. But uh, thanks again for listening and I'll catch you guys next week.